What's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava, and today is Sunday, April eighteenth, twenty twenty-one, and it's just been it's been a productive day for me. I I got a lot done that I wanted to get done, mainly in the listing department. I just I haven't been listing all that much, and it kind of caught up to me today where I realized. I got a lot of stuff down here in my garage and and just in general that I need to list and even stuff that's been sitting for a while that actually may need to be relisted because I either had it listed on one platform and not another or um, it just went up in value. One of those things being like the Jordan 11 low Concord blues that came out last year. I got those in like a women's 10 and a half and I sold them pretty quick. I think I sold them for like 240 and they didn't have any resale value whatsoever, like barely any. I was surprised. I was the only one that actually sold them that high. I just had a listing ready to go. I had my target size. I went for it. I got it and just hit list like immediately. So that's that's what I did. And I ended up making some decent money on it. But the person who got them in, I think I listed them as the wrong size. So I listed them as a 10 and a half men's and they got them in there like these are not a 10 and a half. And I thought, oh, those are 10 and a half women's. And I don't know if maybe it just slipped my mind that they were a women's size shoe or or if maybe I just forgot to mark that down. But I, I marked it down and I was like, okay, well, yeah, send them back. I mean, I completely set the wrong size for the listing. So I've had these things for a while. I've been getting really low offers, like 150s, 160s, 170s. And I was debating taking a, like a low offer, like 175 for these things. And then I'm, I looked them up on StockX. And that's a good kind of tip. If you have a pair of shoes or, or some sort of item that's on StockX or GOAT or maybe even eBay that you've had sitting for a while and you start to get offers or maybe like a decent amount of offers. Like I got like three or four offers in the last day on Mercari and I had sold it on eBay. So when I got it back, I forgot to relist it back in like the summer. And it, it, it's been getting offers on Mercari. I looked up on StockX and the size that I have, I think the last sale was like 250, 260. So I almost took almost a hundred dollar offer off of what the actual going rate is for that shoe now. And it's a clean shoe. It's a good looking Jordan 11. We have another blue pair of Jordan 11s coming up next week. So maybe that's created a little bit of hype for this shoe as well, but it is going to probably sell around that. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get it and list it on eBay, list it up for around 250, 260, make some money on that shoe and then move on. And it's been definitely way, way longer of a hold than it should have been, but I just didn't realize that it went up in value. And I also think I forgot to put it back on, back on eBay after it came back. So like I said, it is what it is, but we'll keep it moving from there. But yeah, that's really what I did. I got a lot listed today and it was nice. Once I started get the, getting those listings going, I started getting those sales to roll in. And that's just why I need to outsource my listing. And it's been something that's been on my list and I've been talking about it and I haven't pulled the trigger or actually started interviewing people yet. I need to put together a few more guides and then some interviewing lists and stuff like that. How I would interview somebody, how I'd create a some sort of a questionnaire for, for them that I could just run through them, kind of get a, a baseline for whether or not the person has any idea what they're doing. And if they are capable of listing on eBay and they, they understand it a little bit if they could do what I'm asking them to do. So that's kind of what I need to do going forward. So I got to get that taken care of. But it is something that I need to do because if I can get that outsourced, I can just take some photos, upload them to a Dropbox and keep things moving. And a lot of people say, okay, well, that's, that's, you already have like two out of the three steps done. That's what I heard somebody saying on, I think on YouTube or something. They're like, you have two out of the three steps done. You have the, the item purchase, you have the, the photos ready to go. Like, why wouldn't you just list it? And I'm like, well, why wouldn't I just list it? I spent two hours of my time today listing these these items up. And yeah, it was great. Like I got a bunch of sales, but at the same time, 
that's two hours. Like that's two hours on a Sunday that I could have back and, and roll into business development or roll into some sort of sourcing or even research for new items and, and just sort those sort of things where it, it's wasted time right now. And, and that's something that, <clears throat> that I'm trying to work on moving forward is wasting less of that time and trying to trying to really keep things as as productive as possible so that's why I want to outsource my listing just try and get that sort of a thing ready to roll but that's kind of what I am working on going forward So I got some stuff listed today, got some good sales in, and there was one thing that, that's kind of been on my mind a little bit that I did want to talk about other than, than those few things today, and it is, it's eBay. It, it's really, it's the way that they are kind of put together, and the the lack of, I guess, awareness on their part that they are one of the more difficult things to purchase on if you've never used eBay before. So just a little bit of a backstory, my girlfriend's dad was looking at buying something on eBay. I think it was like a motorbike or something. And he was, he went on eBay, never purchased anything on eBay before. So she helped him set up an eBay account and then he never used it. So he, he was doing like local pickup cause it's a motorcycle and he found somebody relatively close to where we, we all live. So he, he messaged the person and he just basically said, Hey, like here's, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to buy this. Like, would there be a time that I could come look at it or something before I purchase it? And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, okay, how are you going to coordinate with this person? Well, he doesn't know. He's never used eBay before. So the normal thing you would do is text somebody. So he sent the guy's number. eBay immediately, like, blocks the message and sends him this whole thing. Like, you cannot communicate outside of eBay. And if you do, you'll be banned from eBay forever. Okay, like, this is a person that's never used eBay before. Like, you think eBay would at least have, like, a few, like... A few like, hey, here's how you use eBay. Here's how you're what you're not supposed to do. Like the first time you're going to make an offer or something, just to show you like, here's how you can use our platform and not get yourself banned on the first time you make a purchase. And it just kind of goes back to trying to be aware of what what's going on and being aware of your buyers and just kind of more leading into the story. So after that happened, he, he made the guy an offer. The guy counter offered him. And then I don't know if the guy took his offer back or maybe he just missed out on the time, but the guy, either way, like the offer expired and he went, my, my girlfriend's dad went to go like put another offer in. And by this time the guy was like super freaked out. He didn't understand what was going on. And he was just like, he almost thought it was a scam because the guy, it was an account with no feedback. It was, it was a brand new account. Like you're getting offers and stuff like that. I could see how it would be kind of weird and you would think, okay, this is a very bizarre type of thing. And that's kind of what I told him because he called me and he was like, well, what do I do? Like, how do I purchase this? This guy thinks, I don't know if he thinks like I'm a scam or something. And I was like, he probably thinks you're a scam because he's getting, he got an offer from you and then you didn't, he countered and you countered with a higher offer after you realized that you, you weren't going to be able to purchase it because the, the offer he sent expired. He probably just thinks that it's like some weird scam or something like that. So he ended up getting in touch with the guy and working things out. But it was a long process and, and he's not happy with eBay. And that's not good for us because what you want to have is you want to have people that are comfortable using the platform and people that accept, that are happy with it. They they get what they want and they know, they understand what, what's coming to them. And they, they there's like almost a list of expectations that should be hit by buying online. And eBay falls short of that a lot of the time because there's not really, it's still stuck in like the 90s. I mean, a lot of the stuff is stuck in the 90s. And he's asking, okay, well, why are some of my messages going to the eBay app? And why are some of my messages going to my email? And I'm like, 
I don't know. That that happens from time to time on eBay. Like there are weird things that happens on eBay. It's still very it's like a very antiquated system. And thankfully they've been rolling out new programs and I mean, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I had a few web pages that I liked just because I've been using them for so long that were like original, like 90s, early 2000s web pages that were still on eBay that were still active that you could use. And within the last month or so, they've been completely like taken away from eBay. So I've tried to log into them and it takes me to a different page. So there are like they're working on on updating it, but there's it's not very user friendly. Like you go on Mercari, it's pretty easy. You understand how to buy. There's not really any sort of like back and forth and, and Mercari is a lot smaller of a platform I get it and you can only sell and buy certain things on there compared to eBay but a lot of these platforms nowadays they're just good like they just know what they're doing and they have some sort of very like easy buyer to seller kind of transaction that happens there where eBay is still kind of stuck in like people trying to figure it out and almost like just random like weird weird glitches that happen with it where a company like that shouldn't happen and so it shouldn't have that sort of a thing. So it's just, it's, it's kind of bizarre. And I was thinking about it going, well now, like, how do you, how do you explain to somebody that, that eBay is, is so antiquated for, for today's 2021. And it's just something that me kind of looking at it and thinking about, I'm wondering if we're not losing out on a lot of buyers by people that are signing up for eBay and then realizing it's way too complicated for them and, and not really doing it. I mean, it's not that difficult of a thing to figure out, but at the same time, it isn't like the most user friendly. And so I guess I guess what I'm saying is if you can find a way to connect with a buyer that maybe has zero feedback, and I know it's a little bit scary sometimes or sketchy because you think that it could be a scammer, and it very well could be. But if you can find a way to connect with them and say, hey, like, welcome to eBay. I hope you're doing, I hope you're enjoying this. If there's anything I can help you with, just let me know. Like that sort of thing would go leaps and bounds, I think, with a lot of people who are newer to eBay they don't really know how to use it because there is some weird technicalities. I mean, even like trying to do a return or something like that, like people don't know how to do these things and helping them out. I think we go leaps and bounds for your account and just for helping people in general learn eBay. And and a lot of the time I find when I help people on eBay, they usually come back to me to buy something. So I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's just something where helping the buyers out sometimes can definitely be worth its weight in gold if you're willing to kind of go the extra mile and try and communicate with them. So that's what I'm thinking about right now, just trying to figure out different ways that I can kind of help my buyers because some of them I think do have an issue trying to purchase on eBay, especially if they've never done it before. So hopefully that I can come up with something for that and maybe find a way to be able to make things a little bit easier for them whenever they're coming to make me an offer or something like that. So hopefully that helps you out. That's just kind of what's on my mind. And I am going to get going. So you guys have a great rest of your Sunday and I'll talk to you tomorrow on Monday with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.